This. This is a Thoroughgood. That's a Thoroughgood, right? Absolutely. Hope it better be. Anyway. It is. It is. Farmers, brewers, hunters, packers, badgers, cheeseheads, neighbors. No matter what name we go by, we are bound together by our roots. These are the people, the stories, and the statriotism from inside Wisconsin. Welcome to Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We are in Merrill, Wisconsin on a cold winter day with our new friend Dick Martin's Thoroughgood is where we are. Dick, you've been with the company not since 1892 when this thing started, but we'll get there. But you've been here a long time as the brand ambassador, and I, I found out that they just celebrated your retirement this morning. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. How many years? I've been here 28 years. I came in as the outlet store manager, and from there I moved into um, the warehouse, ran the warehouse as the warehouse manager. Then I uh, came in and ran customer service. It turned out really good. I've had the opportunity to travel the world several times over, and, and uh, I consider myself the Napoleon of Thoroughgood. I've, I planted our flag nice. in uh, 32 countries. So, all right, Thoroughgood started as the Albert H. Weinbrenner Shoe Company in Milwaukee, I believe, in 1892. Work boots and fire boots and military boots. This, these are all made in Wisconsin. Tell us about the pride of Thoroughgood connected with Wisconsin. Well, Albert H. first um, migrated over from Wiesbaden, Germany. He learned the trade from his father in Germany. He came over here in uh, 1892 and settled in actually Milwaukee. And by um, 1895, 1897, he actually had his own manufacturing facility up. He had hired a partner, Joseph Pfeiffer. Him and Joseph really created the Weinbrenner Shoe Company and started cobbling shoes for what was then job-fitted footwear. In 1935, they started the facility in Marshville, Wisconsin, and 1936 here in Merrill. And what happened was the city fathers gave them the land that we sit on for one dollar for 99 years for a lease. Wow. And that is that is something that is unheard of in today's business. Are we, we due here pretty we, quick? We, we've since, we have since bought the building okay, and paid everything like, back. Uh, and we've been manufacturing, like I say, for 130 years and our pride is job fitted footwear. So we make boots, that's all we do. I don't make clothes, I don't make gloves. All we've done ever since we started was manufacture footwear. I mean, in fact, from 1921 till 1929, we were the largest shoe manufacturer in the world. We made more shoes than anybody else. To me, Thoroughgood has been a brand that I've promoted and, and believe in uh, wholeheartedly. When I'm sitting in front of a customer and talking about our product and how well it's made and what we do in Stitch for Stitch, there's 350 to 400 people behind me sure. doing that task. And I, I take that very personally because I know Regina on the stitching machine and I know Billy in the welting room and I know you know I know Peter out in the cutting room those people to me are what makes the product the fact that we still make things with our hands you know when you go in the factory and get to see people build things with their hands and work the machinery it's uh, it's it's art it's art it really is it's more than just creating a boot yeah if you will or footwear I read that September 11th 2001 a day or so after the 9-11 terrorist attacks, there was 300 pairs of work boots yeah. sent and shipped and donated from Thoroughgood yep. to Ground Zero. Yep, we packed up the, what we called at the time was our, our SO60, our SO80, and our S12, which is six, eight, and 10 inch lace up work boots, but they all had puncture, they all had PR in them, or puncture resistant plates, because that's, that's what they wanted. They wanted any and all boots that they could get from walking through the debris that had puncture resistant material in them. So we went out there, packed them up, put them on a semi and sent them. And we packed them up as fast as we could. And 
I think it was two weeks later or three weeks later, we did it again. Wow. There was no hesitation. You have had some deep roots at Thoroughgood. What are you going to miss the most? I'm going to miss the fact that when you walk in a manufacturing facility, now that it doesn't have its own sounds and sights, but the smell of the leather, and then when you get in there, you can hear the rhythm of the machine. Those things are just unique, really, really unique. I, I will. I'll miss the people, but to me, it's been a good run. I've enjoyed it. Well, give us a tour in the factory here uh, and show us all the sights and the sounds and the smells that you just described. Absolutely, looking forward to it. This is the brand new manufacturing facility that you guys just opened within the last year. Yep, this is where the magic happens. I'll point out our, our hide up there. That's oh. a typical cow hide and you can see the different parts of where we cut the hide from. All these different parts are cut out of different parts of the hide. Wow. You smell that? Yeah, I do smell you that. Smell, you smell that leather, I told you. Wow, it's like instantaneous. How many do you produce a day? Right now, between two factories, it's about 2,500 pair. A day? Yeah. And what you're walking into now is the, is the raw material warehouse. So everything here will be racked and put on what we call a saddle and then brought out to the factory for production. This will make eight case of shoes. A case of yeah. shoes. So this will make 12 pairs. This is an 834-6325. So this is going to be a black postal shoe. So I want to show you what a typical cowhide looks like. This is a piece of our tobacco badlands. That's what I'm wearing? That's what you're wearing. The cutting board This area. is the inspection for leather area, as well as our textile cutting area. There's no other way to get this. This, is, this has been the same leather for... This is, we've been getting leathers tanned since the early 1900s. There's no other technology involved. You ever use deer leather? We have not. We've used kangaroo. Kangaroo? Yeah. I would have guessed kangaroo like three days from now at this point. This machine runs about two or three days a week and it can cut everything we need in one day, what we need in a month. Of course. It, it cuts everything. Technology has probably changed how you build shoes or make shoes over the course of the last 130 years. But at the end of the day, a shoe is a shoe is a shoe, is it not? A shoe is a shoe is a shoe at the end of the day, absolutely. You can design different ways of shoes and you can use different materials, but when it comes to putting the shoe together, you're either going to good your welt it, which we do in this factory, you're going to cement it, or you're going to direct inject. Wow. What we're doing here is we're entering the cutting room. And what the ladies are doing is they're taking the hides off the saddle, they'll put it on their cutting board, they grab the dies from the die area for the shoe that they want, and they'll cut, they'll hand cut these components out. Wow. Hand cutting at the end of the day. Yeah. All right, Dick, this is the oldie but a goodie here. What year? Yeah. So this. 1893? Yeah. What? Yeah. So this machine does this stitch. Yeah. That's the three needle purity wow. stitch. It's an accent stitch. It doesn't stitch any two pieces of leather together. It's an appeal that makes this silhouette iconic. Wow. Ugh. Right there. Yeah, right there. And it's three needle. Yeah, it's through the... Th this shoe came through that machine? Yeah. Well. At one point in time. Wow. I wonder how many hands have been on this machine. Oh, I think of how many shoes it's made. The stories that this machine could tell. Yeah. And like I say, there's only two people that can run this. And what Brittany's doing over here is Brittany's doing the, the mock. So she'll take it from this, because it's been embossed, yeah. to this. Yeah. I see that. What's after this? They finish them up, they put the laces in, they put the tags on in a basic six-inch boot. There's going to be roughly 60 people that'll touch that product oh. in 115 operations. Now so they're yeah, done. Now this is done. This, this is done. This is done. Ironically, in the process of making boots here at Thoroughgood, this is where it ends. And literally, what? 
21 days, man, this is where your career ends. This is where it's gonna end. Well, this has really been a pleasure. Thank you for walking us around and telling us your story and then telling the Thoroughgood story because I don't think you can tell your story without telling this story. You're you know right, I mean? you're right. Um, really, it's, really cool. It's been definitely part of my life and a yeah. really, really good part of it. Yeah, you leave it in a good place. Thank you very much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate this. Thank Thanks you. for having us. You bet. You landed here in your mid-30s. I did. Yeah, I did the math while you were talking. <laughs> I was wafting and I you, looked over and she was laughing at me. You tell people you're from Wisconsin, the first thing they say is, Oh, is that by Chicago? It's like, no, I'm I'm north of Chicago. Oh, you're in Canada? Are you a double knotter? I am, but not that way. What do you mean, not that way? Do do what you're gonna do. But you do your bunny years. You know, you were you were. In I was all right, right? Yep. Bunny years. Okay. No, no, no. See, you're doing it backwards. How many pairs of boots did you go through in 27 <laughs> years? Well, I'm not a Mel DeMarcos. That ties up episode nine of Inside Wisconsin's Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet dad joke had to. If you have a Deeper Roots story that you would like us to share, we're listening. Just go and fill out the form on the website farmandfleet.com slash deeper roots. We want to tell your story. Just go fill out the form. Let us know. If you'd like to learn more about Thoroughgood's incredible boot making legacy up there in Merrill, check them out online thoroughgoodusa.com and as always, remember to like us on YouTube and hit subscribe and and if you're listening to the podcast, go leave us a five-star review here at Inside Wisconsin and Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. We'll see you soon. I'll see you later. Bye.